You're listening. No. You're listening to the Buns.com Podcast Network. (laughs) (laughs) Buns, buns, buns. Hello and welcome to this Pixels and Ink Podcast brought to you by CG Magazine. I'm your host, Brendan Fry. We're uh, filling the role for uh, Lisa Muir, who can't come in this week. But we have a great panel of experts, the usual panel here. We have Alex. Hi. Hello. And then we have Jordan. Hello. The illustrious Jordan. The illustrious, the, the greatest mind ever known in video games. One, that is 100% not true. One day I'll be like, illustrious. I'd say it's like 10% true. Uh, okay, ten percent important. Yeah, sure, Jordan. You are ten percent That means a lot to me. That means a um, lot. Well, I, I'm a, I'm here. I'm a giver. What can I say? So, it's been a unique week in uh, gaming. Oof. Yeah, to say the a, least. Yeah. Uh, so on Friday last week, Telltale, the uh, company best known for the Walking Dead series, Wolf Among Us, um, Batman, uh, Telltale series, and the what was that? they did the Sam and Max game. They did quite a few. They've done a lot of games up to this point. Did they do Sam and Max? One they of the new ones? Yeah. Was still LucasArts. No, the new one was uh, Telltale. Oh. I think they also did the Strong Bad game. To be they fair. did do the Strong Bad game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they announced that they would basically be shutting down everything, and everyone was fired. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Uh, they not basically. That, that's exactly what. Uh... Yeah, that's oh no no. Basically, because there was a 25-person staff held on. Oh, 25. For the Netflix um, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Closing out. Just kind of finishing things off. <laughs> um, but it got more messy this week because it seems that on Twitter they said, we've re- secured funding and we'll be finding a way to finish the uh, latest season of The Walking Dead. But this is a- this is after they've already let everyone go and said they are shutting down everything, and that's why they can't pay severance pay. So the industry has been a little upset, as can be understood. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, I mean, it's what's interesting to me is like kind of some of the discourse that I was seeing, because um, I mean, I, I I saw like the like the headline on Twitter mm-hmm. um, on the Friday, and I was kind of like. Uh, I was talking about, you know, Telltale's closure with some of my buddies and saying how, like, you know, maybe, you know, if I'm just being cynical, but like, to me, the writing was kind of on the wall when you kind of look at uh, just like the, you know, the games Telltale has been putting out, like, you put out the same game over and over for like a good, you know, 10 plus years. People Um, stop buying it. Like, yeah, like you're going to get diminishing returns. And not, not only that, but like, you know, and and now with, you know, at the time I, I you know, I hadn't, uh, I wasn't fully aware of kind of the toxic environment that was going on at Telltale. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, it it's reflected in the work because the Telltale, you know, with for all the Telltale series that I've played, um, they tend to get worse in quality as this like episodes go on. Like I just finished um, the Batman telltale series like the other night. And the final episode of the tell of the Batman's the first Mm -hmm. season of the Batman series, like the first 10 minutes ran at like 10 frames a second. Oh, wow. It was gross. And I was playing it on PS4. So there's really no excuse. Did you download the full thing? Was there extra stuff or something that? No, there was just, it was just bad. The problem Um, with Telltale is they're using a game engine, the same game engine they've been using for the last eight years, 10 years. It's been a long time. And they haven't really improved it. It's an engine that is pushed to its limit. It is, they're trying to do things that's not really built to do. And it shows, and they need people in. They needed people in there to kind of keep updating that engine, keep building on the technology they were using. Because you can't rely yeah. on one thing. I mean, right? it, it, it's not like they weren't getting the big brands. Like the, you know, they got no, Batman, they got they Minecraft, uh, you know, Borderlands, Walking Dead kicked it off, uh, a lot of stuff. And it's sort of, and they also had their own little niche because there weren't that many yeah. games in, in that sort of thing. But I mean. Like Jordan sort of said, as much as the games all have different properties, it's kind of been the same structure since yeah. they started making those style of games. There hasn't been much of any development that way. So, and maybe maybe I'm like being 
overly mean, but I, I personally don't feel like they did anything that was hyper like revolutionary. Like I saw some articles online too, that really kind of annoyed me. That was like, you know, with the telltale closure, let's remember what they did for the industry. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there were a lot of games before the walking dead where the choices you made affected how the game played out. Like this isn't, this wasn't a new thing for sure, but it's, it's, it's a game where it's basically all about the choices. There's, you know, there's very little, like I'm going to throw it out there. I think what they did some good things for the industry do I think they were the sole person that did those good things? No. Lots of companies worked on that sort of formula. Lots of companies built adventure games. They just brought these big brands to the to the masses and allowed people to really enjoy them. Yeah. But even then, you can't rest on that if you were a company. You can't rest on the fact that you did this one game five years ago that everyone liked. Mm-hmm. No, and like – I don't know. I, I I feel like I'm just being like I'm I'm the guy who's like overly cynical because like even then like they they really didn't take a risk on anything. Like they made The Walking Dead, which was like the biggest thing on the planet Earth at the yeah. time they made it. Like you know, they even they even got I'm pretty sure uh, they got Stephen Ewan to like do the voice of Glenn in the first episode. Like it was a big deal. But it was already like The Walking Dead was huge. It's not like they took yeah. a chance with some like unknown franchise yeah. or some like l- lesser tier like thing, like an alias, you know. Well, series. I mean, Jordan, they did do those smaller games. Like they did, they did the Sam and Max games. <laughs> they did. Um, but Sam and Max Wonder has games. pedigree. Sam and Max ain't nothing. No, no, but but that is it's still more of a risk minor than pro- you know Walking Dead. It's more of a risk. And they 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 did some good things. Let's not give. Let's not take uh, credit away from the things they did do. They did revitalize the adventure game genre in North America. The adventure game genre has been strong in Europe for many years, mm-hmm. but in North America it had fallen off. And yeah, I mean Telltale did bring that back. They showed off that it, you can actually make money making this adventure game. Yeah. So people will be excited about it cuz I, I remember when the Walking Dead game first came out, I, as someone who didn't really, you know, give a damn about the Walking Dead, I was I I I played the first thing. I like I it was yeah. it was there was hype, there was excitement, you know, my friends were talking about it. It was it was, it was it was definitely something fresh back in 2012. So, I agree. No, the, the the biggest thing here is not they they weren't innovative. That is a big problem to why they didn't exist as a company. The problem I'm seeing with this entire situation is their treatment of their staff. Yeah, that's really the the bigger issue for me. I mean, that's probably why I'm being extra mean because like <laughs> it's how how much they demanded their yeah. staff to like work you know in the crunch like well up to the almost the day like pretty much pretty much the time that they they shut down like yeah i mean and they hired new employees i think it was a, a couple of weeks before they shut down maybe a month or something like two weeks before yeah. Two, yeah. two weeks before which i mean it's and as a company you knew you were not yeah, you were yeah down two weeks. It's, it's not like not a surprise come out. like no company exists right up to the wire like you know something i guess you were right we were shutting down we didn't know no company <laughs> exists that day by day. And if they are, that is a bigger problem, especially for a major game studio yeah. based in the Bay Area. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they would have had no excuse for that. No, um, absolutely and, and, and I mean, like, and again, like, like I said, like, if, if they, if they had been pumping out these games and like they, like they, like they claimed not really turning a profit on any of them, like, like how did they not, prepare for this how do they not see the writing on the wall and say okay maybe we need to take put the steps into place to make sure that if we're gonna you know can a ton of people that they're all like you know able to sort of land on their feet and 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 move yeah, forward for sure and they were, burning capital, they were burning capital at a rate that did not allow them that safety net <clears> and that's a problem when especially when you're dealing with that many people's lives yeah for sure and is Hundreds of people. Like theoretically, if they had hundreds of people and they were thinking that, they should have let off, you know, maybe a hundred uh, six months ago and actually leaned themselves mm-hmm. out, figured out what they're doing right, and find a way to make it work. Yeah. If they had that many staff, and they had to let everyone go at a drop of a hat. They were basically just pushing it to the limit, seeing what they could do. For get sure, away with. and it, it it comes down to the communication that they had with their employees, because you know the reaction by the employees, at least on Twitter and stuff, is, you know, kind of blindsided, right? It's like, wow. Yeah, it was pure shock. All that work I put in, it's 
whatever. I don't even get workers' comp. I, I, you know, I don't get anything. I don't get insurance. I don't get a severance package because it's it's and especially in the states where you have to deal with the medical expense. Who knows what medical expenses that, that has all been taken also, away from? You're you. living in the Bay Area. It's not like that. that what, yeah. That's the most expensive place to live in the U.S. Or it's it's up there. So to suddenly it's up have, there, yeah. have your have your you know your salary gone, your 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 way of making money gone, and you're just like, oh, okay, sorry, you know. These games aren't making money anymore, so you know we tried. It's, it's ridiculous. They were all licensed properties, so they're yeah. paying out licensing fees for all these things they're doing. Why didn't they try making their own property? Yeah. Instead of doing all these licensed properties and paying out all this money for those licenses, they could have tried to do their own property that allowed them to build capital and then gone after these licensed properties or kind of done a few licensed properties and a few um, independent properties. Well, that's that that kind of goes back uh, to what I was saying is that like like it's. Just a just a, a lack of innovation. I think Telltale yeah. really had one, you know, a one trick pony, and that's the only thing that they could ever, you know, but, bring to but, the to the, but, to, the uh, to the fair. Like, I don't want I don't want to negate the work these these members. No, did of course, I'm not saying that they did that it was bad. It's like you know they had a ton of talented people making. You know, pretty uh, not not to not for nothing. Like yeah, like I you know I did enjoy the Wolf Among Us. I actually did enjoy the Batman games. Like I for the most part, I enjoyed uh, the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead. Like yeah. there were some there were some pretty good games like that under uh, under. And I mean, I loved Strong Bad's cool game for attractive oh, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved the, the Sam Max games. Yeah. I, I even I didn't. I might be in the minority, but I enjoyed the Back to the Future game. I did not. Well, Back to the Future was the amazing. They got a great. Um, Michael J. Fox sounded like for that game. I have to say uh, well, that. They, and they actually got Michael J. Fox uh, to do the voice of a, a different character in one of the later oh, episodes. Nice. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. No, they had. That's what I mean. Like they, they not to, not to say that they didn't do some good and have a lot of good people doing good work. Yeah. But they only had one. It's like it's like um, uh, it's it, like 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 a magician who only has one trick. And it's yeah. like once you see that trick over and over and over yeah. again, you're not gonna you're gonna get. It's it. true. So like, like it's it was that it's definitely that that lack of innovation, even lack of innovation within um, the games themselves. Like like when they showed off um, some of the like concept stuff that they had done for the Stranger Things game. Yeah. Like well, they did that off to me. Out, yeah. Oh, it that? was leaked. It leaked yeah. out. Oh, yeah, OK. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That, that's what I meant. Like when they leaked it mm-hmm. out. Um, but like when it when it was when it surfaced, it was probably that's a better thing to say. Like the, when I saw some stuff like that and, and they're there's you know, they're switching it to first person for the the part where the 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 um, oh, what's it called? The walkie flower monster. The, the walkie flower monster yep. shows up. Um, uh, like <laughs> the the demon, the, the demigorgon, yeah, the, demigorgon. Yeah, the demigorgon was there, and I was like, "Now, okay, this would have been cool. This would have been new and fresh. Like, this is what hmm. you should have done." And it's like not that they couldn't have kept making, like, um, even with the licensed properties, as much as like, like you're right, like that would have been very uh like costly to just keep licensing, you know, these big franchises. If they had been doing something different with mm. every single one mm-hmm. then you know it would have kept that interest up but it's just like it's the same game it's the same style you're making choices yeah, for sure you know this similar stories similar he will remember this and then like you know when you really play it out it, it never really feels like your choices matter well, and that starts to add up over i time. think that you know the telltale games were the main thing was obviously you know licensed also but you know it's it's about telling stories and the thing is that you have these people who are writing, the people who are creating, the people who are animating, and they're good at telling stories. And sure, they're doing it all in this one way. And it's a shame that they didn't redirect them in, the, in a separate direction. And I, you know, it's yeah. it's maybe they were just like, you know what, we're doing this, we're making enough money, let's just keep going. And then I guess they fell behind and just you know didn't tell anyone. So yeah, but making like making enough money, like I like that that can't that they couldn't that kind of possibly been true because like they weren't making enough money like yeah. they, they, they well, would have had, for to, a time they a had to make some, like i mean at least at the beginning they had to have made the money because they, they started in 2012 they had to have some parts where they were like oh man you know we're doing good at least and then they they sort of held on to that and tried to go back to that when they weren't so i can't i, I can't help but feel maybe too that like i'm sure part of it um might have been like 
the like the audiences sort of like leaning away from the whole episodic structure through i think a lot of gamers yeah. got tired of that <laughs> um some people just want to play a game yeah exactly and it's it's, it's i mean I mean, some people just want to say if they want to sit down for a gaming experience they, they want to sit down for a gaming experience they right don't want to sit down for 45 minutes and then come back a month later for another 45 we minutes. talked about well, dlc like a couple weeks it, ago right, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah i'm pretty sure it was a couple weeks ago we talked about dlc and all that stuff and that's sort of the model that they were going for in a way right because you're yeah. releasing content in chunks every so often to make the core experience better and in this in this experience the whole experience was what it was that thing and just adding on adding on adding on i would have honestly preferred if they had taken six extra months released the game as one chunk mm-hmm. and then allow you to buy it episodically but have it interesting I, yeah because like you know, I liked. I mean, initially when that for when they first did that, like you know, it was kind of neat because yeah, you would you know you'd go through an episode, you'd make decisions, things would happen, and then you'd have that sort of like month to sort of sit on it and be like, oh, I wonder how this is going to play mm-hmm. out. But I mean, if we're really being honest with ourselves, you thought about it for like maybe a week. And then you'd move on to the next game. And by yeah. the time the next episode come out, came out, like the steam had already been like lessened. But also at, at, I mean, at the beginning, it was it – was, I remember Walking Dead was on mobile, right? And I, I think that that model works very well for mobile where it's like you know you have a 40-minute thing. You can do that. You do it on your phone for a while and then on to the next one. Yeah. But I don't think it ever did the transition to console very well. No. My biggest problem is if they were weeks – if they released them weekly – That'd be different, but they were released months apart, yeah. and when you're dealing with a game, people get bored after a month. They just stop caring. They'll they bought the first season. They're like, "Well, I'm going to buy it all. Wait for the next one, first the second episode to come out to buy the season pass," and it just takes too long. You yeah. forget. Yeah, exactly. Even even then, it's it's dangerous too, right? Because it's not like when the first Walking Dead came out and the whole concept of a seasons pass was still like you know in the ether and no one really came like you had to buy every single individual episode like yeah. like you you know the the idea that you would get it and like have to be sort of reminded to get the next one and like you know uh that would probably helped keep it in in like in you know sort of in the rotation a little bit better but yeah like once you buy a season's pass and you have it all there like if you're not really like religiously following it, you're not really like keeping up with it. And then yeah, like more games come out in in that that time frame, and then like this just disappears into the background. Yeah, and, and different games, and different structures. Thing. So like, I mean, I, what it does do, it does allow you to kind of rev- keep bringing your game back to the public consciousness. Mm-hmm. But it only does that if the audience cares. Yes. Yeah. And if you keep waiting a month to release you release new new episodes, and the audience just is not paying attention, that backfires on you. Hundred percent. Game yeah. comes out. But oh yeah, no, just hundred percent. And if you know, and the, if you're not changing the gameplay too much, it's the yeah. same thing. You know, it's 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 yeah, it's yeah, diminishing it's returns, which is that's exactly story. what I was gonna say too. Like, and that just only like increased over time. So people care less and less because these games are just like more and more similar and then yeah. when the next episode comes out it's just like who cares but i mean i do want to touch on the bigger issue here <laughs> and that is the issue that these studios do not treat the staff that makes these games a reality like valuable personnel they treat them in cogs in a machine that can be interchanged by any moment yeah that is a, <clears throat> uh, definitely a greater problem in the industry in general i mean it's like you see it i mean we see it all the time and it's 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 weird that people don't talk about it more like like ea is notorious for it you know they buy up a studio it does if they it makes a game it underperforms they liquidate it like konami had no problem um sort of segregating kojima and his team in like separate areas of their company to to work on metal gear in like basically in silence but like konami is a bad example i mean a good example for this because each email address you get given is just a random series of numbers and letters (laughs) yeah you don't even have an identity at konami jeez Oh yeah, but it's it's an incredibly toxic environment, and it's yeah. it's like, I you know, 
you can see the court the, the the corporate culture yeah. in the idea that like you know this these video games are products and with how much a lot of publishers want to just make as much money as they can like with their games mm-hmm. um because there is a lot of money to be made you know a lot of the 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 facts that you know developers are are they're they're creators they're creative types yep. right they're making something yep. that they're pouring their you know their heart and their soul and their hard work we have, into you have to stop treating games as strictly a like a machine it's not a car mm-hmm. no the person that builds it is not an assembly line where people you can drop one person in and the game is exactly the same because that new that new artist looks kind of like the For old sure. artist. that's not how games are built and games no. are a collection of artistic people that make the final product. Mm-hmm. You have bad artistic people, the game is less inspired. You have really good artistic people, magic can happen mm-hmm. on the screen. And it's it's you really have to. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Out. Sorry. Oh yeah, it's 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 no no please. I mean, it, in movies, you definitely get more uh, appreciation for the different things. Like you know, you, yeah. like at the Oscars, you have like cinematography awards, you have stuff like that. You have. Uh, Cameraman, yeah, you know, make, makeup designer. So director, music. it's sort of in the conscience when you're watching a movie, right? But when you're making a game, yeah. it's almost like it's this one experience in a way where it's just like you just see it as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm playing FIFA, I'm not like, oh, this person did a really good character animation on this. I, I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at it like the full game of soccer and how it feels. And it's hard to, I, I, I think people just don't really think about all the work that goes into that, that you know, the the finished product and everything as. Well, I mean, look, look at it this way. Anything where you don't see people as physical things, people get lost out of the mm-hmm. equation. You look at like computer ge- computer generated animation movies. Same thing happens. You ha- what was that studio that did Sausage Party? They basically worked the people into the ground and then they shut down when they couldn't pay their bills. I'm not sure what studio well, did Sausage Party though. I forget which one did, but that's the thing yeah. that happened. Is okay. they worked the people too hard because people don't see the or rather the consumers don't see the people behind a computer generated thing mm-hmm. they see it as a thing a computer built and anyone can do that you just plug another person in that scene and it'll build the same thing yeah that's yeah not it's not it appreciated yeah. yeah they hear the voices and they go oh that's seth rogan that's amazing yeah, yeah. and also with um, i just have sports game on my mind i guess but like because there's such annual titles and i guess call of duty too it's it feels like okay well it's basically like last year's with a few improvements right like how how right. How much work could that have really worked? But like, it, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of moving pieces, and I I, I definitely think oh, yeah. that people take it for granted that way. And people and people the and the consumers are just as guilty as the as these publishers. Mm-hmm. People want everything for free. Yeah. People want a new update. We'll fix the game completely. I want this new update for free. Why should I be paying for this new update? It takes man hours to make this stuff. Yeah. It's not something that you can kind of just plug into a machine and like. 12 days later a game's made mm-hmm. no i'm you know and like like i i would argue that you know in in some in some situations you know that there's 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 exceptions to the rule like you know with with something like like uh like Fortnite. you know mm-hmm. that's a that is a like that that's a free-to-play game and um a lot of people one one of the notable things that was happening during the the last season was that with during a lot like after a lot of this like the sort of the weekly updates um a lot of features on the switch broke hmm. and really? people oh yeah the motion aiming went out the window like the performance uh was terrible like lag was through the roof and a lot of people were um vocally upset about it and sort of reaching out to to epic to to, to get yeah. fixes going like to get like patches in so that this thing could actually be playable again on the switch um oh, yeah that, that's different though and, that's and epic thing. did eventually like patch everything and, and make it all better mm-hmm. and they and they listened to the to their audience and they added yeah. you know extra little features that would help uh, the, the 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 end user experience yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i mean that's not what i mean joe i mean like but that's sort of like a mistake that they made Right. Yeah. 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 That's. I guess that's fair. I mean, like, if if someone like you, can, I don't expect a company to release an entirely new game for free. I want the sequel for free, but I do expect the game they release to be working, to deliver the thing they promised, mm-hmm. and to actually do the thing it's supposed to do. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. Like, 
you know, in 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 the event that's that you know that that is just simply a bonus. Like people do. Yeah, you're right. People do want things for free. Like, yeah, uh, you know. Uh, all, all the the extra content that goes into something like Splatoon, right? People yeah. sort of just expect all this yeah. extra content, but you know they bought an eighty dollar game, so I guess it balances out in a certain way. Yeah, um, as, as long as the game keeps selling, yeah, then they can continue doing free stuff too, right? But, but sort you know, of No Man's Sky did a good job. They did change the game for free. That's true. Yeah, they yeah. an entirely new update. I but mean, to, I mean, to sort of echo something. Oh, sorry, Brandon. Oh, please. Oh no! Just just to echo what uh, Alex said, like uh, No Man's Sky, they they kind of broke their own toy. Like they yeah. they promised something that they didn't deliver, and then they you know made good on it by fixing it and not charging the user for it. Yeah, um, which well said. That, again, like the, you know that that was something that they were they were that was that was accountability on their part. Yeah, in a way. But the but touching back on Telltale. <laughs> Well, I did love some of the things they did. I loved the games they built. I loved the concepts they did. I did not like how they treated the staff. I did not like no. the, the toxic For way sure. that studio treated people as cogs. They treated people as just interchangeable. The game will be the same no matter who's yep. there. And that's not how I want to see a studio mm-hmm. run. And that's not how I want to see this industry move so, forward. You know, can video games or like... Do you guys think that video game workers could ever have, you know, be unionized and have some sort of accountability in, in, in that sort of sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. gaming is one of the biggest industries in the world right now. And as such, it has to be treated as a valuable profession. <clears throat> you can't be treating these people as disposable. No one wants to do their best work when they're viewed as disposable. I think especially in so many cases where, um, like, video games and, and specific series is, become like uh like landmark iconic pieces of the medium itself like kind of going back to konami um it's it's something that that you that you see specifically with um silent hill right like and i think it goes back to what kind of what brendan was saying like you can't like the the people who work on these things like they're not interchangeable but when konami was kind of just handing out silent hill to any like fly-by-night developer that would do Mm -hmm. things for like the ps vita or the psp and the wii version and all this other stuff you know and even homecoming like they were notably different from the one that was sort of done by the main studio within konami back in the day Uh, i'm gonna throw it out there jordan Shattered Memories was actually good. Shattered Memories actually was pretty good. That's that was what that was the one exception <laughs> to the rule. But it's but you but you can t- but it was it it was very different from what Silent Hills oh, yeah. so, yeah. sort of like tone and image oh, was about, oh, right? Like, look at Metal Gear without Kojima, right? Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah case that, in point. That happened. I mean, that's a that's a case that's a very point. obvious example, right? Cuz Kojima's sort of that 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 impact player, but you know, it's you can't really replicate what someone else does the same way. No. You shouldn't try to yeah. either. Build no. a game, build it based on the team you have, not on what you want the team. Or build a team that does the thing you want it to do. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah. Or, or you know, at or at the very least, be aware that the people who are making your games, like they are the they are the they are the the very heart and soul of the game itself. And if you just think yeah. you can just take that person out and put someone new there, and you're going to get the same. Ex- result it's not going to happen and you have to treat these people with respect yep. uh, well final uh, final thoughts on this topic alex uh, final I, I will on say the aftermath of one Tokyo. of the positives that has come up here is that other companies like ubisoft ea um yeah. uh, i think bethesda too like uh, a bunch of them have have reached out i think bethesda ea ubisoft i'll even some small developers were yeah. reaching out well yeah and, and, and they've been reaching out for the people who lost their jobs and you know here's our postings yeah. I, I, ubisoft held a mixer at like a local like pub or something where they could talk to people and everything and figure things out so i think that you know the reaction's good there i just think that you know i th- i think game workers need a union is is, is sort of my yeah. takeaway from this and i think game workers need to actually be treated with respect yeah. and, that, and yeah. unions yes but let's treat these workers with the respect they deserve because they put a lot of time a lot of effort and a lot of blood sweat and tears into these mm-hmm. games Go ahead. um yeah, I mean, I, I, I think I, I kind of made my thoughts clear in, in the last oh, thing did. I said, but, um, you know, I, I don't I don't fully uh, lament Telltale going under. I lament okay. how they treated their staff, um, yeah. but, you know, 
uh, they they sort of uh, I, they sort of did this to themselves, and hopefully, hopefully, the people who are most affected by this get the recompense that they deserve. Good, well said. And I've already said my last thought. <laughs> Basically, I want to see tell. I want to see the staff of Telltale land of their feet. And yeah, and to anyone out there that is saying they should finish the t- Walking Dead for free because you pay for it, <laughs> screw you. Let's no, let people yeah, yeah. getting, like getting their um, let's make get them their rent paid before we work on that sort of thing, right? Yep. Yeah, they'll be mad because you for got sure. burned by a season's pass. This yeah. is exactly why you don't get games seasons are passes, you know games a are other. privileged, you know, being able to play them and being able to do that. But you know, people yeah. should be able to live. And these people right that are, that are out of work right now do not have that privilege. Yep. So let's let's give the respect where it's due. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back uh, to discuss this uh, Nintendo Online debate that is, people are now upset about. I'm so upset. Stay tuned. The Pixels and Ink podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And we're back. Uh, We're back with the usual cast. No one has changed as of that last recording, but we have Jordan and Alex. Hey, but how have you guys been doing since that? Such a long break. Wow. You know, it's it's been a whirlwind. Uh, A lot has changed, but not... You know, too much has changed for me to go into, so I guess the cold, we'll just, the cold times have come. We'll just hop into this Nintendo e topic. Yeah, let's do it. So, Jordan, do you want to go over what's going on with Nintendo and why people are yes. upset? So, um, was it last uh, Thursday, I believe? Or oh, last Thursday? Wednesday. Or, okay, yeah. So, last Wednesday. Um, I just made that up. It was last Thursday. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am doubting myself. Nah, no. <laughs> yeah. So, last Thursday. Um, Nintendo rolled out the uh, Nintendo online service, their paid mm. online service, um, and people were less than impressed. Um, they they had a direct, I think, the week prior, uh, sort of laying out the features. Um, so one of the first things that people uh, weren't super happy about was how the cloud save system worked. Uh, f- first of all. It's not compatible with every game. Okay. Uh, so Pokemon Go won't have cloud, or Pokemon Let's Go won't have cloud save ability. Uh, Dark Souls won't have cloud save ability. That's weird. Um, and, Why don't they and, just do it the same way that uh, PlayStation does it, where it's just uploads the save and you do it, you pull it down well, when you need it? Here's the thing, Brendan. Are you ready for this? Because this this is the smoking gun that Nintendo has. They want to. They're doing it this way to prevent cheating. All those How, dirty cheaters what? out there, yep, who are going to cheat. Are there cheat. many cheaters that edit save files? Uh, that's that's what they claim. So the idea How is that, like, that? you know, you can you can get an a, an item, uh, you know, give it to a trade it to a friend or something, and then reload a previous cloud save, and then you'll still have the item. Oh, so, so you can so, just, so you can trade Pokemon away, and, and then you still have reload, them. yeah. Even though, huh. even though it's weird, because well, I guess it's not weird because Pokemon's whole system is that it's like it's supposed to save like when you trade, but like yeah, you could just theoretically reload an old cloud save and still have the Pokemon you had even though you traded it, which uh, we all know is like the greatest crime ever. Also, who cares? That my that's my thought to like it's going to ruin the competitive cares? nature of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon <laughs> Let's Go Pikachu. I mean exactly. How many people have been like finally uh, my time to cheat at Pokemon Let's Go is finally at hand. Finally I can catch weird. 150 Pokemon that I can get on my Pokemon Go game already. So. Also Dark Souls exists on other platforms that have cloud yeah. safe. So what are the problems there? That's my thought too and Nintendo <clears> doesn't really <throat> seem to have uh, a a good answer to any of those questions it's just we're doing this to prevent cheating it is uh, what it is also, it's dark souls who cares dark that's souls my thoughts i mean it, it's system. just video games they're it's just video games i understand that dark souls does have a very competitive like online community but at the end of the day it's a video game who cares and at the end of the day those are games that you kind of really need cloud save because if you're if your console gets if your console breaks and you put in like 200 hours into dark souls or you know you, you've gotten all your pokemon and pokemon and put in like 50 to 60 hours 
you're gonna want that back. I I, I don't care about cloud saving Mario Kart. Great, I can cloud save in Mario Kart. Who cares? Like it it it, it doesn't make any it's, sense. Yeah, no, it's 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 baffling. Um, and I mean, right now too, like the the whole Nintendo Online uh, thing only really works with some like with specific Nintendo games. Like you don't need it to play Fortnite. Uh, I'm pretty sure you don't need it to play like uh, like FIFA or anything like that online. Like right now, I you think only I, you you do need it for FIFA. I'm pretty sure, but not for free to play games. Is is what I, I is what I understood. From what I saw of the list of yeah. um, games that you need Nintendo Online for, um, <laughs> it was like it was like Mario Kart, Mario Tennis. Uh, Splatoon 2 arms uh, and I, I think the only other one that's like that's unreleased but confirmed is going to be Smash Bros hmm. but from what I've seen like I it, it's not like it's not like you uh, or at least it's not on the list like I wouldn't need I don't think I would need it to play like uh, like Dragon Ball Z Xenoverse um, it it says on the Nintendo website that you do need it for um, FIFA. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe I, like even like Fighter Z as well. So I don't I don't know. I was I was only looking at like what what the list said. Yeah. Yeah. But like yeah like um, I'm trying to find yeah. right now a list of games that uh, it does <laughs> show what. Which the, you know do. I I think that not uh, it's it's strange e- even for Fortnite which is a free to play game. I feel like segmenting stuff where it's like, okay, this stuff you need online, this stuff you don't need online is needlessly confusing. Um, yes, but at the same time, I would argue maybe that Fortnite does have its own community within itself. So like by like restricting people, like Switch okay. switch players. So the, list, the list to play on for uh, which games require it for online play are, is actually quite extensive. Okay. Uh, FIFA is listed, NBA is listed, Doom is listed. Huh. Um, okay, so they probably updated it since what I saw. Because I, when I saw it, like it was just... Overcooked 2, Minecraft. It, no, it, it's pretty much most okay. online games. It's okay, a big, yeah. It's rather a big list. Okay, because when, when, when I had seen it, it was like only Nintendo games. And I was like, really? Like, so you, do I not need this for like, yeah, like Doom? Like it didn't, so see, it's basically, it didn't seem. It's basically just not like Fortnite. Yeah. yeah so I guess, okay. and, and maybe, and maybe, uh, okay, no, no, because Rocket League is, uh, Rocket League is listed is here. Played. Yeah. yeah. How about um, that, um, that Overwatch E online game, the free to play, uh, Paladins? Paladins. Maybe Paladins too. Yeah. I don't yeah. see Paladins on the list. I, Cause so I feel I, like Paladins and Fortnite makes sense. Maybe even Warframe too, when it comes out, cause I'm pretty, it's free to play. Yeah, Warframe's not on the list either, so it's possible. It's so yeah, I, I would, I, I could argue maybe that like yeah, those games have their own communities within themselves, and if you were to like restrict Switch owners by no. and because they're free to play games anyway, like making someone pay money to play a free to play game seems kind of gauche. Well, I mean, I, mean mm. I do want to touch quickly on the fact that um, I mean, this is completely non sequitur, but on yeah. the Fortnite train, Sony finally bent. Yeah, yeah Sony did finally yeah. bent. It's about time they got with yeah. the times. Which is like. I mean, Non sequitur, nothing to do with Nintendo. No, yeah, but just, because we don't do the show like we used to, let's touch on it now. Yeah, Fortnite is coming to the PS4. It is job Sony for actually which is, like getting with the times. Yeah, which is news, but also it's like it it all it all you know it should have been there at the first place. It's, 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 like, it's no. news in the fact that it's like it shouldn't be news. It's, <laughs> it's like, like a victory. It, it's like yeah. you're getting a trophy for something that you already accomplished and you're like oh yay but okay. also i mean it's right now we don't know for sure because they're only they're doing a beta yeah and they, want, they still want to see how it works so they could pull a sony and sort of turn around and be like you know no we decided sony's the best platform to play it didn't work on, the so. gamers on other platforms just aren't there they're not <laughs> the skill level sony players the nintendo uh, people are just too toxic that the yeah, six-year-old that, kids are just calling that me toxic six-year-old fan yeah. base is just you know Fortnite what players. good on them for doing it also, screw them no for time. not having it, though. So, yeah. yeah. Let's, touch, let's go back to Nintendo now. So, yeah. <laughs> so, then, so there's, there's that. Uh, and then, um, then uh, but, uh, and so what are the other things? But, they, uh, but you know, an update to the story is that they did fix it. Um, so, initially, what they were saying was that if you canceled your subscription to the Nintendo Online, yep. Um, you basically just lost your cloud save data right away. Like that was That's it, just horrible. gone. Yeah, I don't like that at all. That would be horrible. No, but they did. They did end up updating it and saying that now, if you if your subscription lapses or whatever, um, you do get six months to like sort of like claim your uh, save data. So uh, that's what Sony does. So I mean, that, yeah, that's fine. 
have nothing wrong with that. That's, I mean, then, they're, then, they, then they rolled out the um, the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System online thing. So this is like, yeah. this is actually kind of cool, and I, I do like it. Um, it's kind of like a Netflix, but for Nintendo games. Okay. Um, but only on NES, right? What's that? And that just included with your subscription? Yes. So and that it's, you, it, you, it's only NES games though, right? It's only NES games. Um, they, they, they said they're going to add more. It's like 20-something games. They're going to add more uh, as like every month or something like that. <laughs> um, and yeah, and, and what, what – see, initially I was a little like skeptical about it because I thought mm-hmm. it was cool, but it would seem pointless if it was something that required Nintendo Switch like to be online, and it doesn't. You just – you can go offline okay. with it. You just get it whenever you want, and those okay. games are just there. So it's actually really like a, a fairly useful little little like app to have on your Switch. So, to have. so you, you have to subscribe to it, but you don't have to be online when yeah. you no, have it once once i think uh, you would have to probably connect online to like update it every month but then yeah, yeah once you have it you have it so I, i've been playing like mario 3 at work on my break <laughs> like it's great and then you just and you just drop out of it at any time load up some some like double dragon or like so it's actually pretty cool in that little way mm-hmm. um and and then yeah and then they and they said something like they're gonna have special promotions but they didn't give any details to what that means my guess is maybe like discounted games or potentially like if they do like what sony and microsoft do and offer like a free switch game or something every like month or so yeah Hmm. i i I, i'm skeptical because about that because nintendo's library at least in like games that are worthwhile to have for free is pretty limited yeah like i and they they really like doing the remasters like i i can't see them being like oh here's twilight princess No, no but like i mean like if they you know if they give you like say like you know um like maybe a few months down the road they do like for like the month of uh i don't know next march and mm-hmm. it's like mario odyssey is free if with a subscription yeah. kind of thing um they might do that for like a month or something but i don't know at the same time that game's gonna sell well without that like no yeah. They have no need to give it away. Nintendo doesn't really give things away for free, even before when with their old like rewards program with yeah. the the sort of the gold coins and this and that. Like mm-hmm. they never really gave. Uh, I mean, you could redeem coins to get like a game, but it was never really yeah. anything super duper substantial. And it's mostly now, 3ds games too. Yeah. yeah. Now it's all it's it's all in the realm of discounts. So I can imagine if they're doing anything special promotion, it'll probably be like the way PS Plus gives you like yeah. discounts on games. Um, so, but that's that's it. Now, like a lot of people feel that this is not really um, it's not really a worthwhile deal, considering the fact that Nintendo had like an online service that was free, and now you're paying for it. And it kind of feels like people are getting ripped off. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that I'm gonna argue against that concept. I mean, if you're looking at it, comparing it to the other platforms, you have PS4 and Xbox One all needing on needing to pay for that online service. Mm-hmm. It's doing the basic same things that that online service is doing. So you know, something that's fine. The question then becomes. Is it worth paying for the Switch, which the Switch is designed to be an on-the-go system that is not necessarily a multiplayer system? It has the ability, but it's more in-person multiplayer or minor online multiplayer. And then the question becomes, do you want to put money out to play online multiplayer when the entire point of the Switch is to bring it around and see your friends? Um, I would say yes, because, I mean... Like Nintendo's been doing this for a while now, and I think if, yeah. if anyone has been sort of like uh, lagging behind in the whole online uh, like sector, it's right. been Nintendo. Like you know, one of the things that I and and I remember even back then, and and like with the Wii and the Wii U, um, and I, comparatively to something like the PS3, which I remember had a really cruddy online system, but a lot of people were like, well, it's free. And my (laughs) argument was always like, yeah, but just because it's free doesn't mean it's good. Like, so same thing has sort of been the case with Nintendo. Like a lot of their attempts to do, like bring games to the online have been spotty at best. And I think actually having people pay for a service might give them some room to finally like you know 
be able to maintain servers better and do a better job of it. I mean, Jordan, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chime in here quickly. Go for it. Yes, in the ideal world, that's what uh, a company would do. <laughs> oh, no. It sounds like a lesson, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo has had the chance to build an online infrastructure many times, and it's the year 2018, almost the end of it, and they're only starting to get caught up. You know, yes, like I agree with you a hundred percent, and I feel like it's it's. I'm not trying to give Nintendo a pass for doing this. Like Nintendo, <laughs> listen. Listen, you guys. I'm trying to put, I'm trying to put my my love of Nintendo aside. He okay. said while wearing his Link to the Past shirt that he and got his Mario at face Walmart tattoo for seven dollars. That was great. Yeah. Um, yep. Actually, I am kind of rocking a pretty sweet Mario mustache, but that's that's not for Nintendo reasons. Um, no, like I don't. I'm not. I'm not trying to give them a pass because they're they're doing this now, and like maybe they'll start. You know paying for better servers because they have this paid subscription but like um because nintendo has historically not really bought into the online stuff like shigeru miyamoto didn't understand why players would want online stuff in games and like just historically nintendo really hasn't put out um online stuff because yeah like the whole idea with nintendo has been like the couch co-op like they Mm -hmm. were the ones who pioneered it um but I think we, we're starting to see now Nintendo, like, yeah, Nintendo has finally started shifting into the modern era and they're starting to adapt their their console and their sort of like whole business structure towards current trends. So mm-hmm. they're leaning a little bit more into the mobile stuff. They're starting yeah. to kind of get more like um, into the online sector and, and making games like Fortnite and, and like... Uh, even some of their like Nintendo stuff, like even Arms itself. Arms was made specifically to be kind of an online multiplayer only experience. Um, so like the fact that they're kind of doing it now is is like maybe you might say it's a little too little too late. But at the same time, no, no, let me be fair. I, it's never too late for a company to repair themselves. It's never too late for a company to try to make things better. Nintendo just has a history of not utilizing the money they get towards the thing they're doing. They'll use it to they'll just use it to get money. And they, like if you looked at um, many of the past systems, many of the past things they've done online, etc. Whenever they get things like the Virtual Console took a long time to get good. This is true. Uh, any kind of online thing Nintendo has ever done has taken a long time. And they usually just abandon it whenever they do something new. So am I worried that what we're going to see here is just kind of a half-hearted effort? Yes. But I'm also willing to be proven wrong. And yeah. at, at the same time, it's it's kind of strange, though, because you know the Switch launched and all those commercials were people taking their Switches to parties, yeah. people exactly. playing with someone else, which is, you know, it is Nintendo's bread and butter, as, as you guys said. It's, it's the local play. And then... To have, you know, when they started off, the online was free on the Switch, right? So you yeah. have, I don't know what, 20 million plus Switch owners who are used to not paying for their Switch online. Yeah. And, and now you're going to flip the Switch and be like, huh, flip the Switch, wow. Literally. Uh, you're going to flip the Switch and now you're like, okay, now you got to pay us monthly to play online games. Which, you know, I, I don't even know if Switch players play that many online games. Splatoon, yes. Yeah. Arms, yes. Uh, you know, I'm sure there are people. But to go from something where it feels like a right to suddenly it being like taking away from you, yeah. I think... It was a mistake not to have it paid from the beginning. I agree. And, and my, my biggest thing is you were selling it to parents and they were buying it for their kids under the concept that it was free for them to go online. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and- but then you have – then you take it away as their – then they're going to have to go to their parents and say, hey, can I get my your credit card? I need to pay for this online thing. Your parents are then going to ask, why didn't you do it before? It was free. (laughs) And then people are going to get upset. It's better to just charge up front and say, even if the service isn't ready, just charge up front. Because it's going to look less of a shock (laughs) than when you have a sudden balloon payment you have to make at the end of a series. (laughs) And and at the same time, sort sort of the counter thing is that if you compare Nintendo's online to something like Sony or Microsoft, it's so much cheaper. Like so, that's, so yeah. that's sort of the one point in in its favor. I think that a lot of people are kind of being um, somewhat apologist, apologistic, maybe right? Because um, about apologetic. apologetic about 
um, the whole thing is that yeah, it it and like after tax, it's twenty eight dollars for the year. Um, yeah, and if you if you get the family plan, you get you yeah. get eight consoles on it, and you know you you just have to put in eight accounts. It's not like you have to be on the same system or anything. Yeah, yeah so I mean, thirty five American, which is like probably what less than less than 10 bucks a year well and that's that's so that's one of the things that i kind of wanted to mention because like when i when i think about um like in relation to because a lot of people are kind of saying like you know this is a bad deal right like it's it's something we used to get for free and now we have to pay for it you Mm -hmm. know and what we're getting doesn't seem like it's worth it but when you kind of look at it like in relation to um both microsoft and sony like both of those online subscriptions cost close to $80 a year and really all you get out of it is the privilege to play games online um, a free game every month and well uh, two free games and PS Plus actually has some really good games on that so yeah, I, I, mean, like, I, I don't want to discredit it at, at but all this is, but this is exactly my point is that la- both last month and this month offered free games that I already own so that's I'm I'm losing out on this yeah. because now See, I'm not getting anything. I've never played Friday the Thirteenth. I, I sort of held off on that, and I'm really excited to play it, especially since I heard it was really buggy at the beginning. It was but bad at the beginning. <laughs> it, 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 it got like, good. You know, pe- people have suffered through it for me now, and now I can play it for free. So, but it's but that's but that's what I'm saying. That works for you, but for me, like there, yeah. are, there I remember one month like Bloodborne and something else was on the table, and I was like, perfect. I already own Bloodborne, so I get nothing out of this. Like, but you, so, but you, you can say the same thing for the um, NES Wayne's games. You, yeah, the NES games. If you already own those NES games, it's like I guess I get Zelda again. Like Jordan, if you bought an NES Classic when it came out, and you know yeah. you you rushed to the store, you got there at four a.m. because you know that your target was only getting three consoles, right? And you got it. You got your NES Classic. You're good. And now you realize, oh my gosh, Nintendo, the Switch, the console I own that I can take on the go with me, mm-hmm. has twenty something NES games already, and they're going to add more. Yeah, sure. I mean, like I, I might argue that the 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 NES Classic was somewhat of a collector's item because it's a nostalgia thing. Whereas oh, it the is. Switch yeah. is like oh, a modern so cool. console. Like, so this is just like a bonus thing that you get to have on your system that also plays Mario Odyssey. Yeah, um, yeah. But then it's also the fact that like, okay, yeah, like you have this neat little um, piece of gaming history that you can kind of keep on your shelf. Whereas the Switch Online thing is is getting updated so it's gonna have yeah like you know a ton of stuff put on it over time but i mean my um, point is Jordan, like you can't be uh, you can't be an apologist for the fact the nintendo system right now is not really offering a lot of value yeah, no, but yes it's not expensive and yes it's not really breaking the bank it's like as you said like 30 bucks who cares but for kids that don't have that 30 dollars but they need that thing to play with their friends. That's a hit. But is it offering enough to justify? I, I personally would say, for how much you're paying for it, yeah, you're probably getting exactly what you're paying for. Um, now, like, could I potentially see Nintendo putting like extra stuff on it later down the road, like like an SNES library of games? Probably. I mean, like with how much like how crazy people like like Alex said, like how people crazy people went over the NES and SNES classic, like mm-hmm. it's it seems crazy to me that they wouldn't do something like that and offer a service like that. That would mm-hmm. just be good PR and a and a solid right. move all around. Yeah. But that's then, only yeah. speculation. And if see for me, I mean I I guess I've already said it, but if Nintendo charged this from the outset, if they were mm-hmm. like, Okay, if you want to use online, it's gonna cost you if if you're in if you're in a group of eight, it's gonna cost you less than ten bucks a month. You yeah. know, you get some NES games, you get that. I think people will be fine with that. But yeah. they had it for free and now it's not free. And they had it for free for over a year of enjoying this game. If like let's say I play Splatoon every day and yeah. I'm like I'm liking it, liking it, and I'm like an eight year old kid and suddenly I'm like, Oh yeah, I gotta buy this more. It's it, it 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 feels like you're taking something away value wise, which makes the value yeah. of it worse. And I think, and th- th- there are ways they could handle this. They could say everyone that has been playing online already will get a year of reprieve. There's ways you could mitigate mm-hmm. the cost, mitigate the fact that they were doing something and now they're taking it away. Yeah. I think it's the games that have already been online up to this point are free, continue going forward, but anything coming forward will be paid. There's ways mm-hmm. you can do it. What Nintendo basically did was, it's not quite ready for le- release. That's our fault. We just won't charge you because all it kind of does is, is matchmake you now. Oh, now that it's re- ready, let's start charging and getting money in for this thing. Mm. And that is on Nintendo for not having it ready for launch. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I feel like I could argue the other way and say they kind of did a stand-up thing by saying, we don't have this ready for launch, so we're going to let you play for free, but like you have to be aware that this is going to start costing money. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nintendo is not good at that messaging. We know that because we work in the industry, but nowhere yeah. in the commercials did it say, <clears throat> it might have been the small type that you can't read very well, <laughs> that uh, online service has co- cost. On Sony, it does have a little thing that there's an online cost, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and I think the Xbox 360 ads do as Xbox um, <laughs> One ads do as well. Uh, I think they have a little asterisk at the bottom of the screen. But Nintendo did not out advertise that fact, and as such, people that were buying the system were told, "Now there's no cost right now; just jump online." And now there's a cost, and when the fact the audience for the three uh, the Xbox One and the PS4 is older, they're in like teenagers. Or adults, the audience for the Switch is more mixed. It starts at about the age of five or six. Those people do not have a credit card to buy a plan. Mm-hmm. No, but Alex kind of made a good point there. Like their parents do, and it they had a family thing. Like so, you oh, can sure. kind of but you can put a par- whole bunch of switches on. Sure, but their parents do. But their parents did not necessarily know they would have this cost. Yeah, I I I, I know I'm arguing against myself because I don't really know where I am. I'm kind of very mixed on this, but. <laughs> It's uh, you know, it's you buy a switch, which in Canada will cost you around four hundred dollars. Yeah. That's that's a big buy for a parent, you know, like you know, and then to be like, let's say, let's say a family bought a switch in like August, right? They buy him a switch, yeah. four hundred dollars. They buy him a game. They buy him two games. Very generous parents, right? One hundred sixty dollars. Parents are amazing. Man, I wish. Uh, but so five hundred sixty dollars overall, and then the kid comes to you and be like, oh yeah, the two games you got me, Splatoon and Arms. I can't play them because I need yeah. the online thing. Well, they is, can't play them. It's kind of frustrating. Mode. So, yeah, but not um, really. Not really. The, the, you know, I those mean, are online. If it does, it say, I don't. I don't have one of the boxes here. Does it say on those boxes uh, online cost for uh, a cost for online play or something like that? Um, on the on the actual on console. Of, yeah, no, not on any of the older consoles or anything like that. I don't think that, that like the Xbox uh, Xbox games and PS4 games do say uh, yeah. uh, online costs. The the cost for online will vary based blah blah blah. For so sure. Something along what those I, lines. What I do know uh, right off the bat, just from experiencing, is that like if so, if you try to load up like a game um, that needs the online <laughs> subscription, like you're prompted when you load it that says like this game will require a, a switch like online for like play and then Is like it gives you, you the option it? um well it gives you the option like yeah like before you play like it'll say like checking online yeah. uh, connection like mm-hmm. um or checking like online service like yeah. you you will need this to play and it does like prompt you to go like to the Nintendo store the e store and it gives you like a whole like detailed like readout of what the mm-hmm. the, the subscription is and how much it costs yeah. and like this and that so like I'm curious if they do the same thing when you're buying something online like let's say I'm yeah. I'm buying Splatoon 2 is there a thing that's like okay just be warned this game is a multiplayer game. You're gonna need that thing. Or, Maybe not if you're yeah. on like Amazon. I don't know if the actual Nintendo. Oh no, no, like, like no, I'm, I'm just talking digital. I'm just yeah. Nintendo store should do it. Yeah, and uh, also just a, another thing that they did announce with this thing is that they have um, NES controllers that can work with your Switch, but they're only available if you subscribe to the service. What do you guys they, think you know, of they that? Only, they only they only work with the um, with the Nintendo like like. Oh, oh, I guess system. they only work to NES. That does make sense. That's, I guess. Yeah, it only works with that oh, yeah. one app. Oh, like, okay. You wouldn't need it. You, there's no reason to buy it. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Well, that, that, that does yeah, make and sense. It's, and it's it's nostalgia factor, right? Yeah, it's it like does that. look cool though. I mean, if if anybody hasn't seen them, yeah. they click onto your switch where the Joy Cons go. So you have two NES controllers on the side. Then that's how they charge. Yeah, but and then you have I think I think that they're like sixty dollars. Probably. I guess it's just an add-on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Know. So. Um, so when you now it's been updated. So if you go to the Nintendo like the 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 eStore. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're kind of like scrolling through the like the the, um, the information. Uh, yeah. Like one of the very first things it says is uh, the software includes features that support online play. A Nintendo Switch online membership sold separately is required for all online okay. play. At least they're being upfront about it now. I and then it does that the, right underneath it too. Yeah. There's a link to like me- to go to the membership options and understand yeah. like how the Switch uh, online thing works. I mean, I just, my, yeah. my thing is, I wish they had that alert from the start and then just said, oh, 
for this month or whatever they want to say is this next six months it's free. We'll charge it because a lot people understand a, for a few months free as long as they know there will be a cost afterwards. For sure, people sign up for Netflix for the first fifteen days free all the time. Yeah. I if, do, I do if, agree. If it launched with um, so, sorry, Jordan. Um, if, but no, go if, ahead. if it launched at the beginning, like. I figured that they knew that they were going to put online services. Maybe, maybe they didn't. Yeah. But I, I figured that maybe when they launched, they it should have been like, yeah, they should have had a line or something right from the beginning. Like, okay, you know what? Um, it's free, but there will be pre- – like just, just explaining that sort of thing. Well, that's, yeah. And that's that's the thing. So like I kind of – I do agree with you, Brendan, like because we're in the industry. So we probably do fall – and they don't – like even uh, like just gamers like us mm-hmm. follow this stuff more because like they, they, they did mention that that stuff but kind of only in like nintendo certain nintendo directs so like unless you're you know watching the live stream and really following like nintendo like news that intently you probably yeah you wouldn't have known but like they like there were moments where they did say like this is gonna happen it's gonna be paid but you know we're letting you play for free like that kind of thing like so but you know like 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 you said like regular people probably wouldn't have known that so it was a Mm -hmm. bit of a ball drop there but um i don't know like like, let let, let me be honest here i don't think the online is overly priced i think it's offering enough features based on what you're paying for it's an optics thing it's not a it's not a feature thing if they had literally just said had the store look exactly as it now but when you change the store to add that in as a new thing that's the problem Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I I see where you're coming from there, um, I, I, and I think I do think it's a it's kind of a a, a tough, it's kind of a tough one because I I feel it's, like Nintendo is kind of in a position like that like they really didn't have any reason not to charge for the online like everyone else does do it so no, like I them them to be the exception yeah. yeah that would have been great but like you know I and and it, I think it does fall into that that one area where like you know if you if you charge for things you kind of have like more incentive to give more features out because yeah. like kind of like we were saying like but, people do but, expect things for free honestly jordan honestly all they had to do was have the store looking like it did now and just outline there will be a cost for this and then you go you go to the page where you could buy the thing and it says we're and then on that page it says agree that we're giving it to you free for this amount of time mm-hmm. that's all you had to do just basically make it up front to people that this will be a cost within yeah. the system itself. But they didn't do that because they weren't ready. If they released the system too early or they released it before things were finished. That well, is I, my concern. I, I kind of I don't know I don't know if I feel that they weren't ready. I just well, I, feel like they they were, ready. I feel they like they were I feel like they were wasn't ready. Well it wasn't ready. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think they didn't they didn't really like but they wanted it to be ready. They said we're looking to have the online available for launch, and then they had a new Nintendo Direct. We didn't ha- we're not having it available for launch. It's just not ready. Okay, what, sorry. So what I, what I mean to say is like the the way that they didn't sort of deliver that information. I I don't feel it was because like they they just kind of like like were like kind of trying to sneak it, it under the rug, I and it and it, it wasn't because it wasn't it was fully ready. It was incompetence. It was not malice no see i i don't even know if i would go so far to say it was fully incompetence they knew they were going to charge so just tell the populace they were it's a they did it within a week or two after launching the thing so they had they could do it easily i i i don't know i i personally i i just think not that it was anything really like like that they that they did it because they they like were just brainless about it like I, I kind of feel like part of it was probably because the Switch m- was maybe more of a success than they were totally expecting it to be. So they were really riding that wave, and it was just one of those things that sort of fell to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Fair point, Jordan. I'll leave I think that. I, I think that you know Nintendo has had um, a, a great start for the Switch, like you know, yeah. better than they probably expected. And there hasn't been a lot of negative stories. I think that this is one that might not even have existed if things were going bad or, or no. wouldn't be this big. And that's the thing. It's such a minor story. It's a story that, yes, we're touching on it, and it's more of an optics thing. I don't think Nintendo's doing anything wrong per se right now. I just wish they were... They could have handled it better. Yeah, that's it. That's all they could have done. And that, as I said, that's an optics thing. It's They just needed... A messaging was not quite as clear as it could have been. Yep. But as grand schemes of this week's stories go... Nintendo's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a bit of a debacle. It wasn't yes. like uh, 
people aren't going to go out and get Smash Bros. for this. Exactly. No, Nintendo is closing down. Everybody's fired. The end. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't quite message that online right. Everything's over. Of course. Sorry, company. shareholders. <laughs> uh, Either way. Any final thoughts on the story before we wrap up for the day? Um... Uh, my final thoughts are is I'm probably going to get it. You yeah, know, I'm get it with eight friends. I do already have it. So there oh, you go. Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I'll get it. I'll play some FIFA, play some Splatoon. It's not a lot. I get to play NES. Didn't buy the NES Classic. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I don't think it's the worst thing ever. Like, I kind of, I see where people are coming from with uh, thinking that it's kind of a, a, a bit of a, uh, you know, not a great deal. Um, but like I said, I think for the, the price it is, you're kind of getting exactly what you pay for. And uh, Nintendo has always been really, really slow out the gate on this stuff. So I'm sure it'll, it'll probably get a little bit better as time goes on. Like, Nintendo yeah. does kind of have a throw it out first and, and fix it after kind of attitude with some yeah. of these things. Also, the Switch and Online so, is better than any Nintendo online service by a far margin. So Yeah, so... I've had, I've had far more stable games of Splatoon since it came out, so... There you go. Uh, so, as always, you can follow us every week on uh, the Pixels and Ink podcast. You can also follow the magazine on, on your standard print shelves across... Canada and the US. You can also buy the magazine digitally at store.cgmakeonline.com. You can also read all the latest news from gaming to the world of tech to the world of movies at cgmakeonline.com. Jordan, do you have a Twitter? I do. It is at Ninja, uh, Ninja Jordan underscore. Alex. At Axansiak. And I'm BFry26. And you can follow everything at CG Magazine at cgmakeonline.com. Anyways, uh, from everyone here at CG Magazine, have a great weekend.